0: Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com.
1: This segment is brought to you by JigMaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your jig order. back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Brian.
2: I'm Josh.
0: I'm we Jay.
1: We <laughs> got Jay. We got Susie.
0: Yeah, thanks.
1: Susie, and we have somebody very special this evening. We would like to announce your newest host to the Paddle and Fin Podcast, Mr. Dustin Nichols.
3: Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs>
1: Dustin, uh, Dustin's coming on board, guys. We are going to add a saltwater segment. He's also going to cover some stuff going on uh, down in the Texas scene. He will be taking over the empty slots on Wednesday. So instead of getting two OG shows when Susie's not on... He's going to take that Wednesday, and then, you know, if Susie decides she wants to go every week, we'll move Dustin to another day, something like that. But, um, you know, first and foremost, we'd like to welcome Dustin to the team. Uh, If you guys don't know who Dustin is, go back, listen to the podcast on the OG show. Jay Randall, Jason Ricketts talked with Dustin uh kind of got a little background on him and what he's all about so uh i'm I'm super stoked to uh, have him as part of the team and uh hear about chasing redfish and flounder and i don't know know what kind of goofy fish this guy catches all the time but uh yeah
3: dude welcome welcome aboard my friend yeah thank you man uh thank you all for uh reaching out to me to include me in this uh this pretty stoked um to start this get this kicked off um get some guests lined up and uh start moving forward with this here
0: heck yeah man
3: and yeah buddy to be on board with everybody yeah, yeah. man
0: i'm, I'm excited <laughs> oh. for your episode man I, I i don't really know much about saltwater fishing so that's kind of interesting
3: that's
1: it, it is <laughs> it that's is one thing man like i've told people before i've fished coast to coast i have never fished in the oceans or the gulf never saltwater fished ever i've fished in florida i've fished in california i've fished in nevada illinois wisconsin freaking northeast all over the place canada i've never fished in the ocean so
0: i've actually fished it a few times but sea bass and stuff that's it
1: yeah i you got me dude i don't even know (laughs) what you're talking about right now so i mean i'm 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 looking forward to getting an education and not only that maybe you know looking to sleep in justin's driveway in my truck and then go out
3: fishing with him the next morning oh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> take care of that i mean it's we don't have an off season down here i mean we we're fishing year round yeah i mean let's turn around in, in the middle of january we already got tournaments starting back up cause we got a lot of uh, you know power plant lakes and everything too so we got a couple trails with kick off some of the bass tournaments in january and then you know redfish trails and uh flounder tournaments i mean there's it's, it's just crazy over here something much, every weekend right how much we got going on in the you know just the the groups the different trails everything you know Heck uh, it's yeah, a good man. deal it's gonna be a good scene i mean we'll reach out to some anglers in florida you know all along the gulf coast i know there's some guys in california that like to to, to spearfish off their kayaks, so i'd like to get some of them guys on board you know stuff like that we're gonna, gonna open it up a little offshore. Uh, you know, them guys with the extreme kayak uh, fishing tournaments in uh, Pompano Beach. You got the goat tournament coming up in June in Navarre, Florida. You know, we're, we're going to try to try to cover all all aspects of uh, of saltwater inshore, offshore fishing. So, I'm excited to be on board. So, heck yeah, man! Good good, good, good ride. We go along for a ride.
1: You were just <laughs> out fishing with Gene Wilson, correct?
3: Yes, yes, yes,
1: right, sir. I'm jealous. We'll, uh, Susie's talked to Jean Wilson you fish with Jean Wilson. I mean I talked to her on Facebook and I would like keep telling her I just want to learn her Jedi ways and she that's says the, I'm 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 not of caliber yet So I'm just that, that's
3: jealous. the sweetest lady in the world man, uh, you know We just happened to be <laughs> driving back home for my niece's wedding from Texas going back towards Georgia and I was like How can you not go through Tallahassee and not stop and meet Miss Jean? so I reached out to her and then Every time – we've been through there a couple times now, and uh, every time we come through, we stop and have breakfast or lunch with Miss Jean, and we end up sitting there three or four hours talking. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. With the whole That's family, awesome. yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's – you know, just, and just fishing around her, and, and that area is beautiful down there. I mean, if anybody yeah. can get a chance to get down to that St. Mark's area with all the spring-fed rivers and the, uh, the flats, beautiful flats and oyster reefs and stuff you can fish, and, man, every kind of fish you could imagine, you know. The, you know, flounder, Spanish mackerel, uh, redfish, speckled trout, and then the bass, and you got the swanee bass, and you got... This enormously big, you know, as Miss Jean shows us, you know. And, it, and I, I got to witness one, like, firsthand, like, fishing in, the, in one of the rivers that, that, that she's pulled some of the bigger fish out of, was uh, was just kind of drifting through some spots with her and throwing up in underneath some undercut banks and i just kind of overlooked one and kind of moved down a little bit and uh and miss jean she threw up in there and she says oh here he, here he goes here he goes i was like oh man and i was filming it too so i got it all on video got the catch got the catch and i'm like lip her, get her miss jean get her you know what i'm like i'm like here i am i'm like what in the world was i thinking telling this lady <laughs> to lip that fish i mean that she's got more 10 pounders than i do i, yeah. I, I, I think i'm sure about that yeah right, and, right. Uh, and then uh you know i get the release underwater release and everything i'm sitting on that video right now i hadn't put it out yet so uh um i know right. she was in she was in her boat she was in her acusa hd and we were there kind of you know <sighs> filming for the new uh with the U pick and the bite fd and the and the killer hd with uh the jk media house and um we just happened to you know she called is six pounds 11 ounces you know almost a seven pound fish right there in front of me you know that's and then cool. and, and, and I know Ken Ken Morris had, had had hooked a pretty big one that day. And the day before I had lost one, it was pretty substantial too. They were man, they were just blowing up through that wild rice through the through the patches on the frogs we were throwing in or little paddle tails, ripping it across the the field the grass. They were just exploding on it, you know. And sometimes you'd hook you'd hang into them and you couldn't rip them out, you know, even with a heavy heavy action rod and you know, 50, 65 five pound braid, they just they just buried themselves in there. But it was cool experience in that area with miss Jean, you know she's she's an awesome awesome angler and more more awesome person you know
1: so you got us an in i dig it all right we'll <laughs> talk we'll talk off air
0: <laughs> that <laughs> no, is crazy how kayak fishing brings everybody across the country together like that though oh yeah yeah
1: you know? man yeah i mean that says something about our community man i mean you know just being up at lacrosse i remember at one point during uh During the awards and stuff, I was kind of looking around, and I'm like, man, we got people from New Hampshire all the way to Texas. I think there was a dude there from Maine. I mean, yeah, you had a bunch of Midwest people there, people from everywhere, all walks of life. And anybody you talk to, man, they were like your best friend. I mean, that's the greatest thing about our community, right? I mean, it's killer. It's killer, you know? I know Susie's talked about it before, how she's got people that, like look up to her you know and she never thought that would happen i mean you know Susie just partook in the worldwide women's fishing federation meetup i mean Susie, i mean i've been listening to those episodes that you recorded down there and it's just like i don't even know what to say i mean you're my new hero i mean
0: (laughs) some of the things
1: you guys did and not only that but like hearing feedback from some of those ladies like how much it's helped them i know i was watching uh uh i think it was uh it was butcher's episode for the kbf on tuesdays and he had josh stewart on because he won at lacrosse but then he had josh's mom on and she <laughs> was talking about um being down at at this event and you know how she's teamed up with christine hoover and or er, christine hoover christine fisher and uh she's 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 got a plan to put a hurting on Josh in a couple tournaments next season. <laughs> so <laughs> I heard
0: that. But I, I
1: mean I mean, you know, she was just some of the stuff she said she learned down there, she's like, I would have never known. I would have never known where to go and find that info. You know, like she she feels comfortable reading a depth finder now and stuff like that. I mean I don't know, Susie.
4: I mean it it was an awesome event and it just it it felt like it wasn't like enough time to really you know show everything that we know to all these ladies, you know, and we had somewhat of a structured plan, but like, you know, everybody just had so many questions and, you know, everybody wanted to see things firsthand, which was so awesome. But then at the same time, you're just like, there's just not enough time in the day to to Mm -hmm. cover everything. But everybody was just, you know, so receptive of everything and everybody made other feel like they belonged there. You know, nobody was an outcast, and there was no such thing as a stupid question. I mean, there was a gal there who had a vision impairment, who made it work so that she could be there and attend and learn, so, I mean, it's huge what we were able to do and what we were able to accomplish, and I already can't wait for next year, because, I mean, it's just, it's gonna get big, and it's gonna get better, and, You know, this is what it's all about, too, is just getting, you know, more women in this sport because, I mean, watch out, boys. We're coming for
1: you. Uh Uh Uh-oh. Susie's calling it out right now. I mean, (laughs) so I received a message because that went on the same weekend as lacrosse, right? Or was it the weekend before?
4: It was the weekend before lacrosse.
1: So I think I was on my, I think I had just gotten to lacrosse on Sunday And you guys are wrapping up on Sunday and then leaving Monday. Um, But I got a message from, uh, shout out to Heidi Britton. Uh, She went down. uh, She messaged me because she wanted to get some paddle and fin covers. And I was like, hey, did you go down for the the event there? And she's like, yeah. I was like, well, how's it going? Was it everything you expected? She's like, I don't know if I'm going to remember all this stuff. She's (laughs) like, I'm like, well, the nice thing is, I said, remember you're going to leave there with new friends that you can reach out to at any given point in time to answer those questions, you know? And she's like, you're right, you're right. But, um, she, she said she had an amazing time and, and, uh, was just super thankful that I had mentioned it to her, you know? So, um, it it was cool to see that she made the trip down and things like that. So. Uh, Definitely. uh, And I mean,
4: Women are already the, the website or the Facebook page. You know, there's ladies who are constantly posting on there. Hey, you know, we talked about this. Can somebody give some more insight about this technique or what line to use or what rod or what reel? And it's it's still going on, you know, yeah. uh, from a perspective. So, like, you know, the it's awesome to see you know everybody reaching out to one another and you know asking all these questions because it's very clear you know they have a passion and they want to learn as well
1: heck yeah heck yeah that's right Mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to uh seeing what the numbers look like next year because you guys had like what 60 ladies down there this year
4: we had uh not quite 50 i think we Started at about fifty, I think a couple had to cancel last minute or something, but it was close to fifty. They had to cap it because they weren't expecting that many. <laughs>
1: That's crazy. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah.
4: I mean, yeah. they came all over too. We had we had Heather Swindler from Maine. We had uh, Tracy Joseph from Florida. We had Share um, uh, Carbasson, Carbasson from Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, we had people from all over the country at this event. Mm-hmm. It was awesome.
3: That's real cool. Bad ass. I dig it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, Where's buddy. it going to be next year?
4: Um, I don't know yet. Um, we haven't started talking about next year yet. I think you know some of the main uh, organizers, Christine and Amanda and Mel, were still <laughs> recovering uh, a week or so after. <laughs> but um, you know, they had asked me. They're like, "Hey, we're definitely going to need you to help for next year." I'm like, "Yes, please." Like. Yeah come on let me help so yeah i mean it's just a matter of you know finding a central location which is kind of hard but when you think about it i mean branson missouri like six hour drive you can get to almost anywhere it kind of surprised me i was like okay yeah it is pretty a central area so it's just a matter of finding you know a good place to have that can house all the ladies um you know and something that's affordable because i mean if we wanted to stay at the cabins there it was a hundred bucks for four nights which was cheap yeah you know and it was free for the whole weekend though because if you wanted to go to the seminars or test out the boats you didn't have to pay for anything all the meals were covered and everything so
1: yay yeah
4: it was awesome it was awesome
1: well maybe you'll have to hold one uh teach all us guys a thing or two oh,
4: yeah. well i mean yeah with uh, my new uh hobie fishing team uh placement now at quest water sports i'm gonna be talking with jeff about uh putting on seminars up there so mm. darn right
1: let me know i'll come down with a
4: <laughs> notebook hey. and a
1: pencil
0: take some <laughs> notes <laughs> uh, take some notes of those big smallmouth you catch those are oh awesome
4: god oh. <laughs> Dude, this year had been amazing for me for smallmouth. Like yeah. uh, Lake St. Clair topped it off. You know, I mean, getting that PB there, that thing was just a toad. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, it's oh. the same way with me. I mean, I I caught my PB smallmouth in a tournament, nonetheless. I mean, I didn't win the tournament, but I won <laughs> big bass for the day. You know, that was nice. That was down there by Branson at Table Rock. Oh uh, yeah. I've caught a couple. You know, 19 and a halfs up in Lacrosse. I mean, shh. can't beat a smallmouth bite, man.
4: Oh, man, no. Yeah. I mean, between I Lake St. Clair and then uh, a lake I went to up in Monaco, Wisconsin, that place was... Oh, yeah. It, yeah. it was like a mini Lake St. Clair because it was practically like a deep bowl And it was just, the jerkbait has been unbelievable for me this year, too. Like, that is what I've caught probably 90% of my smallmouth on this year.
1: Mm. Uh, Mine has been a jig in the TRD. TRD craw. TRD craw. (laughs)
4: Third,
1: yep.
4: That and tubes. Tubes have been pretty good for me this year, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you, Josh? What have you been catching all your big smallmouth on? Mm, mm, I haven't been catching big smallmouth
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. He lies dude He's caught some good ones this year
1: Yeah yes.
2: Yeah I, I got my personal best I got a 20 uh, um, Earlier this year in the springtime On a white Kitech And then I kind of Try to change it up this year I started fishing jigs a lot especially. I don't know I, I can't put it down I threw a jig all day today and uh, I didn't do very well, I only caught one little one, but uh, um, I've caught a couple of really nice smallmouth, um, just throwing those uh, Jigmaster quarter ounce light wire jigs, those um, they, they do really well, surprisingly, surprisingly well, really, in the rocks. I uh, kind of, a lot of the other times I've thrown them, it's not you usually tend to get them stuck up underneath rocks from the current pushing them up underneath them, but these things, um, even when I can feel my line wrap around, I can usually get it. I can feel the actual jig shoot around the rock and come back out. So, yeah. um, but, uh, I think I caught a nice 18 and a half last weekend on a jig. So they're the, our rivers are super low now. Um, and we even got an inch of rain last, uh, last night yep, and yes. the river literally only went up half a foot. it, doubled in, in uh, the cubic feet per second and the CFS rate and it was like, but it was all the way down to like, I am want to say like four to six hundred, like give or take a little bit here and there, so it was super, super slow and low and we usually when we get an inch to rain and you go out to like the Great Miami River, it instantly turns to mud mm-hmm. and it's still clear. Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. that's how low everything is, so. But, I mean, it had a green, you know, it had its usual green tinge to it. But, I mean, you could still see a couple feet down easily. So, um, I think the fish are spread out right now. But not as much as what they normally would be because the water so low. I don't think they can move where they need to move yet. So, uh, but it's kind of, you're looking, I think I was, most areas that were, I've seen anybody catching them is, like, anything with, like, deep water next to the really big, big chunk rocks the big man-made rocks and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah i know brad's been killing it in the past about month would you do break your personal best twice in the same month
0: well one of them was at del hollow and then i okay. caught the other one at the river a week later yeah what is it
1: 19 and a half oh i thought it was 14 inches my bad
0: <laughs> oh that's size. <laughs> <science. laughs> <laughs> that's
2: his personal best rock bass, dude.
0: Oh, yeah. my bad. Yeah, that's my personal best rock bass.
1: 14 inch rock bass? That's pretty <laughs> chunky, man.
0: Yep. Yeah. My my. Actually, my stepmother uh, caught a 13 inch rock bass in Indiana like a few years ago. <coughs> that's pretty crazy. big rock bass.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if it was a crappie, it'd be good eating. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Rock bass is pretty good, actually
1: dude i saw a crappie tonight had to be 14 inches and then jay threw his pike lure over right next to me and i was like oh (laughs) there goes that crappie oh well yeah bye bye yeah you know mr randall chasing toothy critters (laughs) but uh yeah man it's crazy we got a bunch of rain last night and i know you know originally jay and i were talking about floating the river this morning but uh you know when he got to my place he's like yep that river's uh, a little blown out so i guess we're sticking to the lake and he was happy with that because the pike population mm. in there is really high <laughs> but uh you know but my home lake here man it, you know since the boat traffic stopped you know the heat's not bad all that stuff the water is super super clear you could see eight foot down and i think what yeah. was visibility when you were up here josh like foot and a half foot if
2: if that yeah yeah you can hmm.
1: see eight foot down so it's kind of crazy the way that's turned out But did yeah. your
2: did your uh, treetops produce
1: no i did did catch a bass today a bass it was (laughs) 16 and a half
4: we struggled
1: we struggled we struggled all day man i had several pike follow all the way to the boat um i even seen probably three or four i was throwing a spinner bait at one point and they'd bite on it and i go to set the hook and they just go open their mouth, and they were gone i was like what the hell like this isn't northern pike this is like a walleye or something you know and you know it's funny jay made the comment he's like well you know when the sun starts going down that's when the you know the bite's going to fire up and sure enough like the last hour and a half two hours we started catching fish but yeah i mean crazy times up here i mean our water temps right now are at like 48 degrees
4: Ooh,
3: burr. yeah (laughs) yeah
1: but the air temp was—I don't know—got up above sixty, I think. So. Yeah. I don't know. It. The name. Yeah, it was beautiful out. I mean, the wind wasn't bad. I mean, when we were pedaling back in, I mean, the the water was like glass. It was perfect. But, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it just couldn't get them to go, man. They're in that funky transition, you know, cold cold water. So. Uh, I caught my fish on uh, a shaky head, just finesse fishing. So, I mean, I threw the kitchen sink at him today. (laughs) Uh, I think I threw a jerk bait, a chatter bait, three different color spinner baits. Uh, What else? I don't even know, man. I just kept changing out baits. Hmm. So what's everybody got going on coming up? Turkey mm. Bowl? I know a couple guys yeah. got Turkey Bowl coming up. Yeah, it's going to be fun.
0: I'm looking forward to hanging out with it, all you guys the night before. Tri-
2: champ, calling the champs Tri-State Trash Pandas.
0: <laughs>
1: trash Pandas. <laughs> Tri-State Trash Pandas.
2: <laughs> Hold on, Who, who's on your team, Josh? Me, Brian, and Brock.
1: Yeah, oh, okay. so you know Josh is gonna be digging through garbage cans because he's the trash panda Brock's <laughs> gonna be Brock's gonna be playing chicken with boats and uh I don't know I'll just be chilling on the blue sky so ripping lips ripping yeah, lips.
2: Yeah, dancing a jig
1: oh yeah dancing the happy jig on the front porch of the BSB mm-hmm. that's what I like doing that's right have to get some of that, you know, bluegrass going, you know, just dancing mm. my jig. So it'll be good. It'll be good.
3: Get, get jiggy with
1: it. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> what did uh, you guys got a team name yet, Brad?
0: Uh, I don't know. Probably just the Brad Hicks team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is original, bro.
0: Original. <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> the brad
1: hicks team oh geez well you got justin right it's you and justin and then uh whoever your third person is so you got bj you guys could be team bj yeah bj plus whoever
0: i don't know i think i like brad hicks experience better
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh geez (laughs) dustin's hardened thought on this one he's trying to think of a name for you right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> me
1: too
3: And hey, we yeah.
0: were trying to help him come up with his name for his segment so yeah he's just he's just returning
1: the Need favor no
3: he'll return a favor
0: yeah yeah
1: but you got any more tournaments you're fishing down there dustin
3: yes we have quite a few um i know there was one last weekend i just couldn't make work um it was a smaller little local uh, Facebook group put on a tournament. And I was going to say tell Su- Susie, you know, talking about that event they had up there with all the, all the lady anglers. Um, they have a group down here called the Bass Girls. There's a girl, uh, Jenna Hicks, that is instrumental in getting them girls to meet up and everything. But I think there were seven of them that showed up to this tournament out of 27 total. Um, and Jenna herself, Jenna actually got third and like put a spanking on some of them in Lake Bass Drop is a, it's a really cool power plant lake here that, that you know the water stays warm all year plenty of hydrilla and milfoil coontail lots of submergent grass and, and habitat for the fish and you know they're just little stubby little football chunk fish you know in there but they're super fun to catch and uh i was gonna say they just had that um and stoked on that for her to a place in there you know it's yeah. it really cool seeing her place you know i, I fish with her husband her husband's name's dustin too so um i fish with him and, and run around fishing with him and doing tournaments with him too um but we got a saltwater um tournament coming up on the the 16th uh, saltwater survival series it's a flounder tournament but they will have a side pot for like uh, speckled trout redfish they don't have what they call a texas slam that's if you can catch one of each one redfish one trout one flounder and that'll be a co- combined weight stringer and then after that on the 23rd we have another Power Plant Lake Tournament on Lake Fayette, which is one of my favorite lakes. I live a little over an hour from there. But it's a uh, Team uh, Dirty H out of Houston for the Southeast Texas kite Bass League. Um, they're doing their Toads for Tots tournament. It's a toy drive tournament for, uh, you know, help the kids out. And uh, we'll be doing that. And then the Grande Bass, Big Bass uh, tournament's coming up in December. Um, so there, there's quite a few things still going on this time of year um, here in Texas with these, with these Power Plant Lakes that are still online and uh water's still warm
1: you know what i just got out of all that i need to move to texas (laughs) (laughs) just saying just saying i mean fishing in december i mean who doesn't want to do that
3: yeah Yeah. we'll we'll get some we'll get some fronts come through and push the water tip down and and uh you know it's them it's them dreary days that i like when i'm targeting you know the inshore fish the the bigger speckled trout in the winter time i like those days with the drizzle and the overcast and got to put your rain gear on and there's usually not a lot of boat traffic on the water because nobody else wants to be out there it might be you know mid 40 air temp waters in the mid 40s maybe the 50 mm. and man you just you go, out there go out there and crush
2: huh. yeah and there be out there by yourself <laughs> so what the <laughs> what water
3: gets down the mid 40s in texas it, it can uh you know for a few days after a, a, a really strong push of cold air some of That's the archipons have come through. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see some some lower, uh, some upper 40s, you know, when the shallow, because of water, some of the flats, you know, are, are only like a foot and a half to two foot deep, mm-hmm. you know. But then again, by the middle of the day, it's back up in the 60s, and then all that cool water across those flats, you know, gets gets pushed in or drained or, or pushed out by the wind or whatever's happening with the tides, you know. That all plays an aspect in it too. And then, you know, we got uh, – you know, mud flats and stuff, and the you know, with the darker color, mud is going to mm-hmm. heat up quicker and absorb heat. So those fish will go lay in that mud and everything too, and that water warms up quicker around that those mud flats also. So,
0: how yeah. does that affect fishing patterns? Like, like, are they all over the place dur- during the day or what?
2: Uh,
3: it's hit or miss. I mean, they'll they'll move around. Um, they will, you know, on the cooler mornings they'll congregate <laughs> in deeper water off of the channels channel mm-hmm. edges and, and and breaks off of the the oyster reef you know eight to ten foot 12 foot of water um, then they'll move up as the day moves on moves up and warms up they'll move up to the flats and feed you know when the bait fish start pushing up in the warmer water too you know mm. uh, you know it just comes from just fishing over here in the winter and figure figuring the fish out it, yeah it, it's a different animal on, in, in on the inshore waters you know like mm-hmm. the bass the power plant lakes Fayette stays good pretty much year round, you know, with that the water temple will only drop down to, you know, sixty or sixty two in the winter. So you, you fish that year round. They might move stage out a little further, you know, off the first, you know, drop off and stuff. But, you know, you slow roll spinnerbait or chatter bait, fish a shake shaky head, you know. But they move on up too. That that lake's so fun to fish, you know, there's a lot of standing timber, you know.
2: Hmm.
3: So I enjoy that too. You know, I got a lot of lakes within two hours of me that are, that are great fisheries. And then the, I mean, I get off work and, and hit saltwater. I can be at a boat ramp in about five minutes and slide my kayak in right after I get off work in the morning. Cause I work ship work. So, uh, it's a big plus, you know, less, less pressure on the water and everything too. Yeah. So that's yeah, it's awesome. a great, it's a great area where I'm at over here. Uh, I'm blessed to be over here and be in this area. We got all this outdoor activity going on with, you know, duck hunting or whatever. You know, a lot of dove and, and and wildlife deer. You know, plenty of gators.
1: <laughs> yeah, plenty yeah. of alligators too. Uh, you guys got a lot of guys. gators down there.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: So, what's your closest encounter with a gator? You ever been like scared where they're gonna bite you?
3: Uh, I was well, talking I about was, this with I don't Jay know today. If I was scared, but I've had I got a couple. I'll start with one at, at the uh, pre-fishing for the KBF trail on uh, Sam Rayburn. And fishing out of Mill Creek area, and I know there's a big one that hangs out in there. And I was up in the cypress trees throwing a frog on the bases around, so had some uh, mats of grass around them. So I caught a fish, and I was getting the fish about to take her off, and I I turned around and looked, and then there wasn't a head there a few minutes ago, and then all of a sudden there's about a about a 20 to 22 inch head from the eyes to the nose. That that's about a 14 foot gator, 15 foot gator, and she just had the like the speckled around her jaw and she just, it just looked old. And it's apparently there's a big old female gator that's frequents that area. And she just popped up and you saw her head and I just like started easing back with that flex drive, buddy. So, all right. I said, girl, you got it, girl, you got it. <laughs> and I just eased on out and then she just, just sunk back mm-hmm. down real slow. You know, her tail didn't pop up. That's a lot of things with the gators you'll see is that when their tail comes up and they start arching that tail and you start seeing the little ridges on her tail, they they're in a, a aggressive mode, you know, you don't want to be around them then. But, uh, that's one of them. And then just recently uh, fishing some little back lakes for redfish. I didn't even see the, see him up on the bank sunning and I was just fishing. And I throwing, and I out, throwing, you know, parallel on the bank with the walking bait, trying to entice some redfishes. blind casting. Cause I didn't really see any activity right there. And then all of a sudden just shoo, off the side of the bank. And he goes directly under my kayak. It's about a probably eight eight and a half foot gator, just straight under the kayak. You can, like feel his ridges. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they're 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 out there. They are out there.
1: Do you carry extra underwear with you?
3: <laughs> Cause like
1: I'd probably need a few pairs, bro. Like just saying.
3: After it's happened a few times, you don't even it don't really bother you. you know, I was the, uh,
1: the reason why I bring this up is I was talking talking to jay about this i'm like man i don't know about fishing in like florida and louisiana and all this stuff you got gators
3: yeah yeah. they they want to stay they want to stay away from you i mean you got some of the small ones are curious i mean they'll come poke their head up right beside you they'll chase your top water bait all the way in um but most of the time the bigger ones they want to they stay away from you unless it's mating season you know then they kind of get aggressive and territorial you know just got to just got to be aware just be conscious of them you know when, when is mating season oh man i want to say it's in the late spring over here maybe in the fall they might do a second round um but don't go to texas in late fall or, or spring it's mainly or spring. late spring okay that's when they're pretty aggressive they'll i mean they'll come out of the water and then slap their bellies on a bam they'll slap their bellies on the water yeah you know? <sighs> Like, they'll launch, you know, yeah, they're, they get pretty aggressive. And if they're big, if they're over 9 or 10 foot, I don't want to have anything to do with them. They can have that area all to yeah. time. Bye-bye. I don't do
1: gators. I don't do snakes. I don't do spiders.
3: Oh, no, no spiders.
1: I don't even do bats. I mean, Susie's more of a man than I am.
4: <laughs>
1: Susie, you want to share that story? Susie had a bat in her house, freaking netted it with her fishing net.
4: I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I'm in the shower, and all of a sudden I hear a, holy beep, there's a bat in the house. And I'm like, what, (laughs) what, where? And so I'm just like, just hang on, and I'll be done in a second. he's like, okay, okay. And so I come out, and my husband, Adam, he's just like, I don't know where he went, but he's flying around somewhere. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm gonna go out to the garage and get the net. And I go out in the garage. I come back inside. I was like, all right, where's he at? And he's like, I don't know, I don't know. I haven't seen him fly around. I'm like, all right, well let let's try and find him. And we go into the bedroom and uh <laughs> and I'm like comes running, he's like, he's Oh god, he's in the bedroom, he's in the bedroom. Oh, <laughs> so I go in there and he's up by the um uh by the curtain, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm just going to walk up. And sure enough, you know, Adam was taking video at the time, too. So you can filter back on my Facebook. <laughs> to you, too. But uh, I just put the net right up to him and kind of shake it a little bit to get him in the net and then catch him and take him right back outside.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy.
4: And Adam was so worked up. He was just like, you get that bat.
3: <laughs> get that bat out of here.
4: You yeah. get that bat. Get
3: that bat out of
1: here. <laughs> well, I think it was I think it was last summer. I, I told the story on the podcast. I forget it was it's way back in the day like during the start of the podcast. I was out fishing one evening. It was probably out a little later than I should have been. but I seen this bat flying around and I'm like, oh thank God man, this thing's gonna get the mosquitoes out of here. And I seen it flying around and I'm casting in this little bay area. Then, all of a sudden, I feel something on the back of my hat. I kind of, like, swiped at it. And uh, I'm like, all right, well, hopefully that bat's gone. And then I feel something, (laughs) like, land on the back of my hat, dude. And I, like, (laughs) I freaked out. I I had a brand-new lose combo in one hand. I picked up the paddle in the other. Well, I dropped the lose combo, picked up the paddle, was sweating it around, (laughs) swatting my hat. It was a freaking moth. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, my lose combo is sinking to the bottom of the lake because I had dropped it so fast, and I ended up catching an eye guide with my paddle and got it back up to the surface oh, and got it wow. back in the boat. Oh, okay. But this whole time I'm thinking like this bat just landed on the back of my head, and it ended up being a moth that was flying around, so I felt real <laughs> special after that one. <laughs>
4: I would found a a spider hanging out in the hood of my rain jacket at the uh, national championship this year in Louisiana. I uh, didn't discover it until I was uh, kind of airing things out. It was on that, what day was that? Was that on that Friday or Saturday? I don't remember, but um, I was going through my stuff and I set my rain gear down and I saw like movement out of the corner of my eye and I like looked and in the hood was like this big, black spider and i was no. like oh my God, been in there the whole time
1: yeah I like, ah. yeah I, that stuff creeps me out man spiders <laughs> snakes gators yeah spiders there's
4: snakes. some big ones
3: over there on that kato lake where, where a lot of people were fishing they have those
1: oh yeah yeah those
3: yeah. big gray and black big nat. oh they're like jump and they're fast they move fast i forgot what kind they are um there's, they're as big as your hand. You know. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to hear me scream like... <laughs> like a little girl? <laughs> right. It all started <laughs> from the hide-and-seek in the woods. <laughs> You're a kid, and you run through there and get that big banana spider in your face. And oh. there's web, their webs are so strong. So think about paddling through these little back marsh areas, and there's like... Webs, and I'm like... Ah!
1: Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. it's yeah.
3: like, no, thank you. I mean, it's all good, but...
1: That happened yeah, to me I, at Mark Twain. Oh, Mark Twain, I parked my truck, and then you had to walk down this, like, weird little walkway through the woods, and I walked into a spider, spider web. I
4: mm-hmm. freaked
1: out, dude, all day, swatting <laughs> at myself, thinking there was a spider crawling on me. And the worst thing I did is I turned the light on on my phone, and I looked up into the trees... And I saw, like, these huge spiders. I'm like, man, there's one on me. I know there is. And the worst stop. part was Derek Akins at the boat launch, like, getting ready to launch his boat. And I'm screaming like a girl in the woods. And he's like, you okay, bro? And I'm like, man, this is the last person I want to be, like, screaming in front of, like, a, like a little girl because of a spider. So I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I I, I like, tripped or something, you know? And then I heard him coming down that trail, and he's like, "Oh, what the hell is that?" You know. And he walked through the other spider web, so I got even. I got even. It. So it was good. It was good. <laughs> so, uh,
2: when Jay and I went out, uh, Adele Hollow, the bugs the first night we went out, and we kind of, it was pretty dark out, and the bugs were really, really bad and I started getting a bat that was swarming around, uh, eating the mosquitoes, and I hit it twice with my uh, line <laughs> casting out.
1: Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Wow. Bat fishing. Yeah. Bat fishing. I dig it. <laughs> you,
0: that is always funny, though. You you cast the lure out, and you see these fish like swooping down trying to grab it. You ever had that happen? Oh,
3: yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. No? Birds? Yeah, we get seagulls in them. Yeah. The turns are over here that, that swoop down and grab your top water, and I'm like, "Don't you dare <laughs> do it!" I said, because if, yeah. if the hooks in, I bring you in, I'm gonna snap your neck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I I don't. I, oh man, they come in, and I mean, you gotta put them, put your net over them, and get them the pliers out, unhook them, and then let them go. Then half the time they freak out and go all over the place. So you're like, you just call them, you know, when when, when they're swooping down to come get it, you're like, ah 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 ah, like just yell at them. it kind of scares them off the time you know uh but they they like to come after the walking baits over here so that's yeah fun. that's the same thing with the birds you know uh-uh, uh-uh. i hooked <laughs> a duck right yeah in the bill.
1: yeah right now oh. we got a bunch of ducks i was telling jay a story tonight because there was a huge swarm of them like came swimming in front of us when i was a kid uh, i grew up in crystal lake northern illinois about an hour outside of Chicago. We used to go to the lake, and you could rent rowboats at the beach, and we used to rent those things and go out fishing. And I'm fishing with this dude, and, you know, I forget. I, I was using, like, a Senko or something, and this dude was using one of those old plastic worms that were pre-rigged, three hooks in them, you know. And I had casted my worm out, and this duck tried going at my worm. And I'm like, hey, dude, <laughs> don't cast up by that duck. What does this dumbass do? Cast right <laughs> up by the duck and hooks the thing. We're like we're like thirteen, fourteen. We're like, how the hell do we do this? You know,
3: I mean, that quack, was an experience. Quack, yeah. Quack. Yeah. Those old school like pre-rig worms, are like the little weed guards. That yeah,
4: yeah. Cream yeah. made yeah. some
3: had a little spinner on the front. Yeah, and, you know, cream lures. They're still around. Yeah, I mean, they're they yep. got some pretty cool little swim baits and stuff they have, and uh, and their 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 original worms still out there. You know, and yeah, they're still out there. Believe it or not, you know, yeah, they've been I, around a long time.
1: I just saw them up at uh Aglo, and uh i was talking with them and they got this cool little like speed craw type deal uh-huh. yeah that that thing pretty sweet i caught some fish on that down at table rock that
3: was... yeah their new little creature bait looks pretty cool too um i got some of their swim baits i've used as you know for redfish and you know, we're gonna weed this up in the, in the cord grass and stuff and they, they've done pretty good uh but, yeah, I can't believe that company's still around. Those little, because a lot of them had those, like, the weirdest colors with, like, the little dots all over yeah. them. Yeah, like the Black dots or black with yellow dots and, you know. <laughs> i throw some ugly color worms over here. I'm going to tell you that right now. There, There's a, Zoom makes a color called bruised banana. It is brown and yellow segmented. Oh, my God. And oh.
4: they,
3: oh, they don't, the fish don't like it over here. They don't like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, they were like, it. I'm kidding. Nah. No, it's just one of the ugliest colors ever, but it it's caught awesome fish. That's crazy, man.
1: That's crazy. Oh man. I don't even know. I don't even know. But Well, anybody else got anything else to add to this cool little bonus episode? I mean, I think it's kind of fitting. We're talking about gators, snakes, spiders. You know, we got Halloween coming up, so.
3: Yep. Creepy yep. crawlies.
1: <laughs> creepy, creepy crawlers, you know?
3: Mm hmm.
2: Yeah, um, if you guys ever want to play a good joke on Brian, put a fake spider near him. <laughs> oh. I remember I heard the story about when you put your hand on that, that log and it was there. The oh, spider. Jesus. I who was that with? Was, like, was that when we were floating on
1: know. the river? Yeah. Yeah, it probably was. I screamed like, like a little girl. His... I almost who's jumped out of the boat. Huh? I was black and
2: I was like, who's he screaming
1: at? The spider, like, <laughs>
2: spider.
1: Big old black spider, man. Almost put my hand yeah, right on top of him.
2: Size of a quarter.
1: No, it was bigger <laughs> than that, dude. It yeah, was bigger than that. In your eyes. It, it was the size of a freaking... 24 ounce coffee cup like this dude it was like that it was huge (laughs) good stuff good Good stuff stuff, man man. well dustin welcome to the team brother looking forward to the first episode and uh getting to it uh we got some more bigger big announcements coming up you guys so get ready get ready strap in uh we're already talking and planning for 2020 and things like that so uh get ready we got some stuff in the works and uh should be good so uh if you guys uh are interested get signed up for that turkey bowl november 10th it's in indiana on geist lake that's in indianapolis or just outside of indianapolis three-man team events or man and woman or all women we're trying to get Susie to go, so well,
2: trash pandas.
1: <laughs> yeah, tri-state trash pandas are going to take the victory. But if you want to come donate to us, you know, who are we kidding, dude? We don't have a chance in hell. <laughs> but but
2: David Fisher, my
1: state. <laughs> it, it'll be a good time, and if you guys are in the north, it's just a good way to wind down the season and uh, just get out there and have a good time. Uh, I mean either way there's going to be a food drive Uh, bring some canned foods you'll get entered into a raffle that we're going to have a bunch of giveaways things like that. So uh, we got some catch boards going out to the first place team. Uh, We'll have some paddle and fin stuff to give away as well. I know I just saw Sam posted uh, yak attack is now a sponsor for it. They'll have some yak attack stuff um I forget who all's on there there's a bunch of yeah I know they got moving water outfitters
2: angler Angler. yeah
1: they'll have some angler buttons it's cool um TRT yeah TRC covers
0: Murphy's Craft House moving waters, biz baits and wicked weights oh yeah yeah yeah
4: Mm
1: So Murphy's Craft House, that's a, a restaurant where they're gonna hold the uh, the awards and a little meet up type deal afterwards. Uh, I believe there's gonna be some appetizers, beverages, things of that nature. So uh, just just gonna be a cool, fun event. So just wanna shout that out, and uh, that's pretty much it. Anybody else got anything? Wanna shout anything out? congrats suzy on getting on the hobie team i don't think yep, we, we talked big about props. that
3: big props
1: yeah buddy Susie, yep. Susie's getting a new boat but we'll leave you in suspense so till she decides to tell you what that is
4: <laughs> i've already told a lot of people but uh yeah this coming saturday uh the orange crush is uh making its final journey
1: you gonna take it out for like one last ride one uh, last you know, fishing I'm, session
4: yeah i thought about it but the thing is though is like everywhere around me is closed to boats right now for oh. waterfowl season so that kind of sucks <laughs> um but uh i i gotta clean it up and everything i already took um my uh, fish finder stuff off of it and whatnot and i gotta clean her up real good so she'll get a good clean before she goes
1: We'll have to meet up sometime this week. I got a light work week, Susie. Yeah,
4: all right. Hmm.
1: Maybe I'm going fishing with Susie Roloff this week. Watch out.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Heck yeah. All right, guys. Till next time, tight lines, smooth paddling. What's up, boys and girls? Just wanted to take a quick minute to talk to you about the paddling fin gear. If you haven't seen it yet, go to Paddle, the letter N in fin.com. Go click that store tab at the top. Check out the store. We got tons of t-shirt designs, long sleeves, hoodies, phone cases. You name it, it's on there. Give it a gander. Just want to take a brief moment to give a little shout out to our show sponsors. Rocktown Adventures. For all your outdoor adventure needs, visit rocktownadventures.com. Loveland Canoe and Kayak, if you're in the Ohio area, go check them out at lovelandcanoe.com. Hammered Lures, our man Eric Richards, making some pretty epic baits. You can check out his store at HammeredLures.mySpotify.com. Coyote Sunglasses, get your floating glasses for the next adventure out on the water. They float, they're polarized, all different styles to fit your pretty little face. Fish Mob Lures, my man Jay Randall making buzz baits, spinner baits, you name it. He's got a whole array of things. And if it isn't listed on the Facebook page, shoot him a message. Maybe he can make it up for you. Southern Lake Co., awesome apparel, you guys. Uh, check out southernlakecompany.com. And our newest sponsor, TRC Covers. Protect your investment. Wrap your rods, your reels. They got custom colors, logos, You name it, they got it. Go check out trccovers.com.